Our text on this, the baptism of our Lord, is taken from the gospel reading with special emphasis on the following words. When Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him, and behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. This is our text. You may be seated. Dear brothers and sisters of our Lord Jesus Christ, a, a gift opening is about unwrapping gifts. Many of you have been to a gift opening after a wedding, and of course, we all engaged in a gift opening at Christmas. The epiphany of our Lord this past Friday, January 6th, marked the end of the 12 days of Christmas with the account of the visit of the wise men. While Christmas is about God's giving of the gift, Epiphany, <clears throat> Epiphany and the entire Epiphany season is about opening the gift. It's about God opening the gift so we can see who Jesus is, what, is, what he has done, and what he continues to do among us here today for the life of the world. Think of today the baptism of our Lord as God's gift opening. The day heaven opens. The day our Father in heaven unwraps his gift for us. Opening our eyes to see that Jesus is indeed the Son of God. His beloved Son. It is also opening day for Jesus. The day he is set apart or anointing or anointed to save the world from sin and death. Unfortunately, many choose not to attend God's gift opening and instead presume to know what's going on inside the package or what's there inside the package God has sent to us in Christ. Like a child who thinks he or she knows what's inside the package underneath the Christmas tree, we think we know what this gift of God is. Based on our own presuppositions, based on what we think. Now, Jesus anticipated this when he asked his disciples, who do people say the Son of Man is? They said, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? Peter replied, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Now listen carefully to what Jesus says after that. He says, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father, who is in heaven, just like he does here at the baptism of our Lord. It's important to note that we're not even capable of opening the gift, let alone ascertaining what's underneath the wrapping paper. As we confess in the small catechism, 
I believe that I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord, or come to him, but the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, sanctified me, and kept me in the true faith. In the same way he calls, gathers, enlightens the whole Christian church on earth and keeps it with Jesus Christ in the one true faith. Notice God does it all. And that's good, because he's the only one who does it right. Only God can open this gift and reveal its content to us. And he does it by his spirit at work through his word. And he does it to make believers out of us, that is, receivers of his forgiveness, life, and peace. That's why John writes, these things this gospel, everything I've written here, these things are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. God opens his gifts to us whenever and wherever his word is brought into our ears, our mouths, our hearts, and our lives. It's how God unwrapped his gifts for the people who went before us. Like, for example, the wise men. Think about the wise men. Again, the epiphany of our Lord, which we celebrate that day with the visit of the wise men. On that day, God, we think about or we remember how God opened his gift of the Son to them through his word, which led them to give their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. That's right, God gave the gift first. God opened his gift, and they were given to see that this is the most tremendous gift there ever was or ever will be. And you might say, well, how did they know this? How was this revealed to them? Well, we believe that during the Babylonian captivity that the Israelites, the people of God, shared the word of God with their captors, with the people who enslaved them. Now, think about that. Isn't how the, that how the word of God, how God works in our midst? Love your enemies. Do good to those who hurt you. Well, these wise men were wise because they looked from to the wisdom from on high, the wisdom that comes from God and Christ. They read the Word of God, and they connected Numbers 22 with the star. Notice the star is not just out of nowhere. There's a Word of God attached to it. And that star then led them to where? I hear two things, because that's usually what is said is Bethlehem. It's actually the star led them to Jerusalem. And if you think about that, that's kind of interesting, isn't it? The city of Babylon, you know what Babylon means? It means confusion. God leads them out of their confusion and makes them wise in Jesus Christ. And they go to Jerusalem, which literally means the city of peace. Peace. Peace be with you. Maybe not right away. <laughs> the city of peace. 
Well, there's peace in knowing who God is. There's order with God, not the disorder of sin and death. There's, there's order. And so God leads them, the Gentiles, to Jesus as well. For this gospel is for the Gentiles as well. And notice when Jesus comes to be baptized, he's coming out of Galilee. That's the Galilee of the Gentiles. This is for all people of every tribe, nation, and people. And then look what happens next. How does God open his gifts? There is gift of Jesus to them, of, of where he will be found. They go, we know they're wise because they knock on Herod's door and they ask for directions. Not many men do that. Don't need to anymore, I guess, with the Garmin. But they knock on his door and they say, where's the king of the Jews? We've come to worship him. We've come to worship him. And, and Herod actually, even though he's evil, he's a madman, even he knows where to look. He asked the teachers of the law, the scribes and Pharisees, hey, where's this Christ supposed to be born? And they look it up. They look it up in the scriptures. And by the way, you know it as Micah 5 verse 2. Isn't it amazing we're reading the same scriptures that they did in Bethlehem of Judea? That's revealed to them. That's open to them. And they begin to go to Bethlehem. The star reappears affirming that this is correct. This is in line with the Word of God. The Word of God runs everything, people. Everything. And then they bow down and worship Him. And if He's not God, they're breaking the first commandment, but He is God. He is God. And so they worship Him. We also see how God opens... By the way, then they give their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, ultimately to be used for the least of those among us. Right? Isn't that what Jesus says? That when we, we do this for the least of these brothers of mine, care for them with our, 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 our money, our, our, our time, treasure, and talents, when you do this for the least of these, my brothers of mine, you do it for me. That's how they worship him, by giving gifts that benefit others. That's what God is all about. And then one more I'll give you, since we're bound by time here, I guess. I guess. How am I doing? Okay. Simeon, he held a baby in his arms, and the Holy Spirit at work through God's word was able to give him to know that he held in his arms God himself, God himself in the flesh. It's in the same way that God opens this gift to us today in the 21st century, in 2023. Think about that. As he did for the people of old, he does for us. By his spirit at work through his word, God opens his gifts so that we see Jesus at work among us right here and now. There's a lot of things that we, symbols that we use in the church to teach you this, to teach you the truth of God's word. For example, the robes the pastors wear, covering the person of the pastor. The pastor's presence isn't what's big here. In fact, the pastor's a sinner. He needs to be covered, just like everybody else, with the righteousness of God that comes to us in Jesus Christ. Then there's the stole. The stole is given when the pastor vows or promises to say what the Lord says. 
Because whenever we hear the word of the Lord, God is present among us. That's what God has promised us in Jesus Christ. So it's like a, a yoke that a, uh, an animal would be under, and the animal could only go where the, the farmer would lead. In the same way, the pastor is called and ordained, put under orders to say what the Lord says, because his are the words that open the gift. His are the words that give and bestow what they say, forgiveness, life, and peace with God and one another throughout all eternity. We have a chasuble here at Trinity, and it reminds you, it reminds you who's really delivering the gifts at, most importantly, at the, at the, at the table, right? Our Lord is saying, this is my body, this is my blood for the forgiveness of your sins and the strengthening of your faith. We stand for the gospel. It's kind of like when a president enters a State of the Union address. You stand for the president. You're standing because the president has just entered into the room. We stand for the gospel because Jesus enters into this room with his gifts of salvation, the King of kings and Lord of lords. And finally, the procession. We are led into the Lord's church where two or three are gathered in his name to receive his gifts of salvation. We highlight that this gospel comes down to us dirt level with that gospel procession that this is for us and the torches. This is the light of the world in our midst. And then we are led out. We are led out with the cross to bear the fruit of his love and peace to share the gifts that we've been enlightened to see with others, to enlighten others with these great gospel gifts. This gift is also unwrapped as God's word literally has its way in our lives. That's why it's so important to be here, to support one another in the hearing and receiving of God's gift. And to gain in your understanding and to be enlightened, not just in an eighth grade kind of way, but throughout your life. I am still learning, people, and I do this full time. It's just amazing to me how just this gift continually gets unwrapped for me to see how it, it meets us in the reality of our daily lives. And that's why you should be doing your devotions, accessing this word of God so that the, you have that darkness inside of you scattered. Don't look inside yourself in the darkness of your heart for hope and peace. You won't find it there. Look to the gospel who scatters that darkness and then makes you an instrument of that light for others. Having received his gifts and enlightened by them, we take them with us as we leave here and unwrap them for others. In closing today with God's gift opening, the Holy Spirit has literally unwrapped the gift of Jesus for us. We behold that he is God himself in the flesh, who at his baptism took on himself the sins of the world. You see, his baptism was the reverse of ours. His was for the taking it on, yours and mine for the taking it off. His was for the taking it on, and he went on to suffer and die for them in our place for our sins and rose victorious over them and then ascended into heaven to be our advocate before God the Father in heaven. He speaks on your behalf. He's got your back. And we see that heaven opens to us through our baptism into Christ 
and that God is now pleased with us because we have received Jesus and all of the Jesus gifts. Jesus puts himself into our ears, into our mouths, into our hearts, into our lives. We receive him, and we continually receive him every time, every time that we come together as children of God and hear and receive his word of forgiveness. We witness heaven opening with us, in, with, and under the bread and wine as this very body is placed on our lips and his blood is poured into our mouths. We see that because God opens us to see that there's more going on than meets the eye here. This is God's opening or gift opening. And as you receive his gift of Christ, God the Father literally says to each and one of you, you are my son whom I love, with you I am well pleased. You are my daughter, with you I am well pleased. Amen. Now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding guard our hearts and our lives in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen.